0: We're going to continue, we're starting to learn from the Holy Letters of the Balatanya, to enlighten with understanding. So we have not started yet the Perik. We are going through some fascinating concepts and Chsidus that will give us the groundwork and uh, the clarity to beza's Hashem understand the depth and the light of the teaching of the Alter Rebbe, which is to enlighten our understanding, to give a person enlightenment, the meaningful life, to understand what does it mean to be fully alive in the present moment. So we discussed the past few days that the Gemara says that a person should return. He should regret the last day of his life. But since he does not know when the last day of his life is, so he should regret and return every single day and he should imagine to himself that every single day is his last day and we brought from Shlomo we, we said that the Gemara brings that Shlomo Melech says that every single day you should live life as your last day is easy is example of a in kahelis that says "Wear white clothing and anoint yourself with oil let not oil be missing from your head, which means that you should have oiled here. And we explained that to mean, the Gemara says that that refers to titus and tzvillin. <clears throat> that a person should wear tithes all the day. And we're going deep into this idea to understand what does this have to do with the meaning of my life. And what does this have to do with living a full life? And so we brought yesterday the fascinating Rambam that the Rambam says that how does a person have to live his life every single day? He has to live his life every day thinking that everything that he did up until that moment, up until this moment, Chetzev chayev, chetzev Half metorious and half non-metorious. What does that mean in practicality? That practicality means that the moment that I have right now, it all boils down to this moment. The nature of consciousness is, the nature of life is to actually deprive you of that. To keep you asleep to that to make life petty, to make this moment right now petty and something better is coming in the next minute. To make this moment insignificant. In essence means, that your eyes and your heart will take you, will, will, help will make you lost after something different, something better in the future, something that will take you away from this moment, from realizing how important this moment is. That's in essence what it all boils down to. So you're going to think that there's something more important than now. And that is the root of all suffering, the root of all sin. So says the Rambam, how does a person could live a meaningful life if he could wake himself up to this idea, as much as possible, if he can wake himself up to this idea that everything boils down to this moment, then the energy that he has, the vitality that he has, when the Rambam says, chetzev chayev, chetzev when he says, see that you are half notorious and half non and what's going to tip the scale, what's going to make the meaning of my life, what's going to make the purpose of my life, what's going to make it <laughs> what, is what you do now. You see, most people are concerned with becoming successful. want to become successful. But that's an illusion of the mind. That's a suriachim of There will never be such a moment in your life when you become successful. There will never be a moment in your life It's an illusion of the mind, it's an illusion of the ego, it's an illusion of the nefshah bahamas that I will become successful. Becoming successful is a moment in time. So I will squander every single moment until I could open up some company, until I could build some major logo, until I could show up on some magazine for one moment of time, which is a tremendous finale. But it's a stale finale, as they say. Success is a stale finale, it ends terrible. Because you only could be, su- be successful in this moment. You could only be successful in this moment. There's no becoming successful. But how could I be successful in this moment? When the moment is insignificant. There's just this moment in time. There's so much of a glorious future coming to me. There's so much something. Something so more glorious. That's going to be in the future. So there's only one way. And that is. To see how significant this moment is. As much as possible to wake up to this concept. That it all boils down to this moment. And when you live like that, then you're not asleep, says the Rambam. Then you're not asleep, you're not wasting all this time. Time is not petty. Why would time be petty? Because there's a better future the next morning. There's a better something coming tomorrow. There's a moment of some pleasure, a moment of some high. But life is not highs. Life is the meaning of this moment right now. That's only when you're fully alive. The meaning of this moment right now with a tremendous amount of awareness, a tremendous amount of energy, a tremendous amount of purpose, a tremendous amount of vitality, where your soul is primary and your body is secondary. But how could my soul be primary? My soul means my quality. My quality means my soul. How could my soul be primary? I have to see everything as chetzichai of The whole world is depending on this. The whole entire world is depending on what I do right now. When you have that contrast, when you have that contrast, then the energy of what I do right now is fully alive. Do you understand what he's saying? When he says to live in a, a, a fully betshuva, when he says to live fully with Tshuva every moment of your life, because if not, you're gonna squander your whole life. If you don't see the world on your shoulders, if you don't see the world dependent on your action right now, then how could you have purpose in your life? You wanna become successful. But you don't wanna be successful. You don't wanna have a successful moment. That's what the Rambam is saying. He says, you're always looking for something of the future that's gonna save you. There's no successful moment. There's no success coming to you. There's only what the energy, and the aliveness that you have in this, in, the, in, in this moment. So you have two things going on. You have life and death in front of you. Life means the meaning of this moment, the depth and the energy, the awareness, the clarity that I will have in this moment, that's fully alive. To realize the significance of this moment, how much energy, how important it is, what you're gonna do right now. And you can understand this very strongly in interpersonal ego. You will not be petty, you will not be argumentative, you will not be reactive. You will not ignore the poor person with something better because the something better that you're imagining is mothers, is death, is suffering, because that never comes. So you're fully alive in this moment and the Rambam says you have to imagine the whole entire world is dependent on this moment right now. And that how you act will be with full purpose, f- with real purpose, with real meaning, with real aliveness. And that means that is a life of tshuva, that is a life of waiting. When we say waiting, you have to wait. You, 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 your clothing should be white and you should be waiting for the king and your hair should, be in, you should, hair should have oil. Should, oil shouldn't be missing from your hair, which is fill it. It's the states of consciousness, the states of being, the states of awareness, the states of energy, the state of clarity that a person will have, the state of aliveness. If it's his last day on earth, he'll not be looking to go anywhere. He will be fully in the moment and it's the quality of how he's going to be in that moment that's going to matter. If he looks at his life and he's with a poor person and he thinks that everything, this is what I was waiting for. Wait for it, wait for it, you know. You watch a video and somebody's going to tell you at that, at a certain moment in that video is going to be the point of that video. Whatever you're watching, you're going to wait for it. Somebody's going to tell you something's going to happen today. Today is going to be the purpose of your life. Today, something is going to happen. And that's why you were te- sent down to this world. You're going to be in a state of waiting, awareness. But the energy, the vitality that you're going to have in that moment is indescribable. It's, this, it's the energy of your nishama, It's the energy of the light of your soul. And over here, we come to something fascinating, Something unbelievable. Which is that we just came from Chag Pesach. To understand what Chassidus says about Chag Pesach. To understand the essence of the birth of our nation. The essence of what does it mean that Hashem chose us. And what does it mean Yitzhi Mitzrai The whole entire Torah was given as a Zeich Yitzhi Yitzhi And this is a fascinating concept. Because we went out of Mitzrayim to get the Torah. And every single mitzvah is a Zechel Yitzis Mitzrayim. So it almost seems cyclical. It's like a cycle. We went out of Mitzrayim. We were 210 years in in Mitzrayim. We went out of Mitzrayim to get the Torah. We had this great, awesome revelation of the Torah. And then all of a sudden we're telling us every single mitzvah is a Zechel Yitzis Mitzrayim. And over here we see a fascinating concept. There are two modes of going out of Mitzrayim, and this is the essence of everyone's life. This is really the story of your life. This is the story what the Rambam's talking about. There's the first element of Yitzhi Mitraim, Mitzrayim, which is that the Yidden lived 210 years in an egoic state. What does it mean they lived in an egoic state? They were suffering. They were suffering, but that was not just a physical suffering. It was also a psychological suffering because they saw what does it mean to live a false life the Mitzrayim had this hierarchy of the firstborn. And they had a hierarchy of, of, of false gods. And they were also stripped from everything. They were beaten and they were suffered. They were, they were hurt physically. The Yidden. And then one day, Makas Bechoyeris came and everything was obliterated. was disintegrated. The ego, the whole entire corruption, the whole entire hierarchy, the whole entire success, Right, The hope, Let's, if we could imagine for a second, what did it look like, a Jewish slave in Egypt? He was hoping that if one day he would be free, he would be able to be like a Mitzri. And that's why he was in Mem Tesharitumah, he was in the 49 gates of impurity. Because his hope was one day to be free. And when he became free, he would be like a Mitzri. He would be able to have this hierarchy, one day to be a Pharaoh, one day to be a God, one day, hopefully, to have a firstborn, to be in a state of, of success. And then when Ma'akiz B'choyrus came, that got obliterated, it got disintegrated. It completely got disintegrated. So the first level of Yetzirah time, the first level of the purpose of life for every single person, always, is to discover that you are not your ego, you are not your firstborn, you are not this hierarchy, you are not about going to success. What does a bar mitzvah boy discover in the day of his bar mitzvah? He's told, you're a neshama. Even though you grew up, you're going through life, and you want pleasure, and you want games, and fun, and so on, but the essence of life is to realize that you have a neshama, a bar and bas mitzvah. Somebody who becomes mature, to a 12-year-old girl, or a 13-year-old boy, discovers that they are not, they are not who they thought they were. That's the first level. The first level is to know who you're not. But then something magical happened, something fascinating happened. The Yidin went into Kriyas Yamsov. And Kriyas Yamsov, it says, There was a maid servant saw a vision that even the great prophet Yecheskel did not see. Now, this is where we need tremendous meditation because this is a fascinating concept. The Yiddin came out of Mitzrayim, they knew who they were not, but they didn't know who they were. But then when they went into the, the Yomsov, when, when they split the seed, when they split the seed, they discovered who they were. Every person, including a, a non-Jewish maidservant, had a vision, had enlightenment, had a real vision that even Yecheskel didn't have. Now what happened at that moment? What caused everybody to sing us Yashir? What caused everybody to spontaneously sing a song that we say every day in Davani? What, co- what happened over here? Something unbelievable happened. When the Yidin went into the Yamsuf, all of a sudden, all the all seas in the world split. Could you understand what that means? This, this tremendous, tremendous meditation. What happened at that moment was, they went into the water and they saw They saw everything that you could imagine. They saw the city, imagine this for a second. They saw a massive sea and they saw that sea split. And then they saw all the galaxies split. The heavens opened up. And all the billions and trillions of galaxies opened up and it became clear to them. You understand, it was a tremendous vision. We have to meditate on this vision to understand what happened. The core of everything opened up. You understand, right now, we're talking the whole entire time that life is full in coverings. The soul of everything you cannot see. You cannot see the meaning of everything. You can only see containers. You only see clothing. You only see temptation. But the soul of everything, we all know we have a soul. We all know that there's meaning, but we can't see it. We all know ourselves, but we don't know another person that way. But if we could split C's, remember we talked about yesterday splitting C, if you split someone else's C, that means you could see the other person for who they are for the, infinity, for the infinite potential. But we don't relate to people, we don't split their C, we look at them as a separate person, as a separate competition. As a separate who they are, because we're and we live a life full of ego. But to split the sea means to see this moment as the only moment, to be fully alive, to to see a person for his soul. So you understand what happened, Kriya Siam? All the seas split, all the clarity, all the heavens opened up, all the galaxies, billions of galaxies, billions, all the heavens, all the worlds, the spiritual worlds. And all of a sudden the throne of God became enveloped in this world. You understand the magic, you have to use your meditation to understand this. All of the sea is split. So you're in this massive sea, and the whole entire sea goes up thousands of feet. And, and all of a sudden you look up and you see all the heavens open up. Everything becomes crystal clear. And even if you could imagine it with your mind's eye, a massive throne, bigger than anything you could imagine. And all the angels they were able to see with their eyes, and every spiritual thing they were able to see, and everything, everything was all for Kovichemaya. All of it was for the, the, the honor of God, the honor of Hashem. Now, what does he say in his vision? He saw, he saw mirrors of angels and serving God. What do we say in Davening every day? There's a tremendous amount of angels and billions and trillions of angels and they're all serving God. And there's a tremendous thing. None of us see this. But in the moment of Kiyos Yamsuf, all the seas were split. You understand? Your sea was split. You saw the infinity of every person. You saw the infinity of the ocean. You saw the sea was split, but you saw that the sea was really a reflection of the heaven. But the heaven was split. And you saw that the heaven was a reflection of God's throne. And under God's throne, they saw a glimpse. Everything was a glimpse of something. But they saw there's so much meaning in this world. They split the essence of this world, the whole entire world, everything opened up, and they split everything to its core. You split the sea means you split everything to its core. You saw the consciousness, the meaning of the moment. You understand? So if you could imagine for a second, you're walking through the Kriyas Yamsov, this is just an imagination, and you're holding one little titsa, one little psil t'cheles, one little tzitzah that has a blue thing. And you look at the blue, and you see the waters of the Kriyas Yamsov on both sides, from both sides of you, massive waters about to splash down. And then the massive waters are there. And, the, and you imagine that those waters are all the waters of time, all the billions of years that you can imagine, all the waters of time all the waters of everything. And those waters are split open and you see all the heavens, the sky. But then the sky opens up to all the galaxies and you could instantly see the size of the universe. And all the galaxies open up and you can see the heaven, the heavens. What we call heaven, what we imagine, perfect. And the heavens is the throne of God. And God's there and He's waiting to see what you're gonna do. That was the revelation of Kriyasi Yamsu this little tiny stream that covers up it's a piece of clothing it covers up it looks insignificant this is compared to the water the waters of time the water is oh there's so much time there's so much water God has unlimited amount of galaxies unlimited amount of worlds but you make your stand in this world the only place you meet Hashem the only place you meet God is this moment and that's what he said tzitzis. After that revelation of Kriyas Yamsuf, they saw what purpose of life is. That God has unlimited amount of galaxies, unlimited amount of heavens, unlimited amount of kingdoms, unlimited amount of servants, but they all see God. And then they saw the purpose of their life. They saw the meaning of their life. But then, after they said, "As Yahshua, after the revelation was gone, now you have to live with that. And that's in essence what the Rambam saying. Have Chayef, have zakayef. What are you gonna do now? Sit, sit. Look through everything and realize that it's this moment with this tzitzitz. It's this moment now. You understand you have these massive waters. You have so much time in the future. So many bigger, more important things. But that's not why the world was created. The world was created for you to be alive with Hashem at this moment right now. And if you imagine this massive kingdom of heaven and God sitting on the throne, and it's this moment that he's creating you and he wants to see what you're gonna do. Chetzev chayev, chetzev Zaka. your life, up until this moment. And the whole entire Jewish world, up until this moment. And what you're gonna do now matters. Do you understand the energy, the vitality, the imagery, the the tremendous presence, the peace, the the tremendous success in that moment, the tremendous redemption, the yo'ilu and the yatzilu of that moment what that moment means, how you're gonna make the change for every, all of humanity. If you have a poor person in front of you and you think like that, you have your spouse in front of you, your child in front of you, you're completely awake and that's the essence of mitzvah tzitzahs. And that's what we say every single day. When you look at every single day tzitzahs, you, st- you st- end with tzitzahs, psil t'cheles. you're saying one little tiny thing of purpose because it's this moment now. Hashem had unlimited galaxies. But then he showed the Yid on Kriyas Yam so if it's your neshama, it's your soul that I gave, and I trapped it, I, I trapped it in an ego. But I want you to wake up from that. I want you, tzitzis, to look through it, because that's my purpose. So ultimately speaking, a life full of meaning is a life of tzitzis. Penetrate through, look through what you have right now. Look through all the clothing of this world. And find meaning, find infinity, find God. It should be for you to look through and you should see God. That's the point. You should be able to see God. They saw God in Kriyas Yamsuf. But Kriyas Yamsuf, if they were to continue with Kriyus Yamsuf, Mashiach would be here. There would be no purpose. You'd go back to heaven. The idea is to bring heaven down to earth. The idea is to bring God into your life, to be present in your life, to see what means infinity, to see what means to be alive. To be alive means to be infinity. To be alive means to be awake. To be alive means to be aware. To be alive means this moment. To be alive means you and Hashem. To be alive means to stop with the ego, some better future, some better something. To be alive means you, your child, the Eberster, unconditional love. To tap into that, you could only get it in this moment. You can't get it in some future. And that is the essence of tzitzis. And that is the essence of a meaningful life. And that is the essence of of happiness. To understand this, not to look to become successful. To realize it's this moment, being successful. You have chayim and maves. You have life and death in front of you. Choose life. You have the whole entire world sitting on you. You have the Abishur waiting. He's creating you at this moment. He's not creating your, previous, your grandfather. He's not creating previous generations. Just you and the Abishur. And then it's a life fully lived. A life of meaning. A life of light of your soul. The light of the Abishur is on you. We're going to continue in tomorrow.